0: Before we get started, I need to say an apology to somebody on here. Oh, my word. Can you guess who? Me. No. no. Peter. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, two people. <laughs> I bet we can find more. <laughs> okay, <all done. laughs> Let's think. Hang on. Who, got who it's going to be? Sarah? Yes. Yes. Sarah. My sweet
0: sister. Who has cancer? I like, oh, threw my- her under the bus uh I, the other day and I said I was like I'm gonna throw her under the bus and she's gonna be mad and she was uh, oh no I Sarah. said she's like I listened to your podcast when you threw me under the bus and said how you you didn't think that God really healed me and you know that it was just the oxy <laughs> and <laughs> I was like you know what I am so sorry I really shouldn't that was literally just you're right it was inappropriate and i'm i i was discounting something that was very true because she you know and i, I what i was saying was that it was a combination of both but i really played The oxy up and she's like no it really was my faith I had a moment at midnight on Easter when I was asking God to like help me not be afraid and to help the pain that I was in and the fear and like all the things and like it really it he really came over me and like gave me peace and and my pain went away that I was in at the moment Mm -hmm. and like all the stuff and so I wanted to tell her that I was sorry in public since I voiced that in public I was like I will apologize <laughs> in public Aww, and girl Sarah, and you uh, got this. yeah and, and just say like she really did experience supernatural healing and even if it's just momentary or like just the beginning of something just the beginning or God of-
1: showing up and just saying I've got this I've got right. you. you and that's you what she said me. Me. exactly
0: that's what she was saying she's like I really felt supernatural peace about the whole thing and like really did um, from the amount of pain that I was in I was just like really really like relieved instantly you know in a very different way and so anyway I'm sorry little sis and I owe you one a lot of things and then Peter doesn't listen so I'm sorry that I ruined Mother's Day and told Amber not to get chickens and said all the hurtful things and so if you do listen someday, yes, I feel bad. I'm gonna buy you a drinky drink, at lazy hound. <laughs> <laughs> or three drinks. <laughs> whatever, it oh, whatever it takes. Whatever it doesn't. takes. Whatever it takes. For you're not to hate me. He <laughs> Anyway, all right. It's, you're up. I Am I yeah, up? Yeah, you're up. you're up. That was a great intro. <laughs> yeah. Best intro. How many, ever. how many apologies do I have to make?
2: Oh, Rach. It's one of the many things I love about you. Yeah. Um, okay, so I know I promised to deep dive into boundaries, but I helped my dad, and so I didn't go to counseling, and I lost my paper about boundaries to deep dive in. So. <laughs> Um, Sorry about that. It's going to happen. It's going to be my summer. Can you get a new paper? Yeah. I, oh, yeah but I okay. got to go to counseling and I didn't go this week. Okay. So um, <laughs> one of the things that I've been really, the Lord has been challenging me is uh, change. Change. So mm. I want to read... Preach the word, sister. I know. So, and I thought of you mm-hmm. and I thought of me and n- not you yet, but we got we to gotta start <laughs> emotionally okay. preparing you now because it's going to be a doozy, but changes um, mm. are really hard. It's a change of a season. Even good change is hard for me. I don't mm-hmm. like change that much. And so um, I wanted to read you a couple, you know, my girl, Brene Brown. Um, so I wanted to just read some stuff about change, um, and just talk a little bit about some changes that are Vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation, creativity, and change. Ooh. It's from Brene Brown. Say it again. You're whispering all of a sudden. Oh my gosh. I, I'm sorry because I'm reading and I was like, oh gosh, innovation. That's how you say that, right? It was my, I had a <laughs> dyslexia panic. Vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation, creativity, and And change so good and bad things, and I think a lot of times it's hard to embrace the the hard things because, but you have to to get the good things right. So, well,
1: and some good things are just hard. They're both,
2: yeah, they're beautifully both. They're two sides. I don't like things that are two sides. I know, yeah. Mm -hmm. I like one side fits all. (laughs) Simple, simple, flat as a pancake. It is coming to the end of the season what A season? season. <laughs> yeah. Which one? For you it's coming to the end of like 5. Seasons. Okay, so it's coming to the end of school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the season of school. Maybe I think that's where my brain is happening. Okay. Amy and I both have one that have graduated mm-hmm. that are that are that are officially starting to go. Um I am no I'm not returning to my workplace next year and so I am embarking on a new adventure that I'm not allowed to say yet. Mm. But I um so that's a huge change. Um and my son is changing his schooling. I have one another one going into um being a senior. So I'm about to lose two in a row mm-hmm. into adulthood, into freedom and I just feel like this last couple weeks, this this pressing on me of mm-hmm. how terrified I am of change, like mm-hmm. how hard it is for me to see even beautiful things. The change is so hard. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to just talk about change, what changes mm-hmm. are happening in your life, what's God teaching you, what does God teach you in change? Um, And how do we, like Brene says, like, how do we embrace the change so that we can embrace the mm-hmm. innovation and the creativity and the beauty? It's so
1: funny when we do these podcasts, we don't tell each other what we're doing, and so it's, <laughs> this is—I feel like the second time that I, mine was going to be the same as one of yours. Was it you last, you week? last It week. was last time. It was me. Yeah. What was that one? I can't remember. They were going to be very, very similar. They just—they well, piggybacked. But. I forget, but yeah. sisterly love. It was the other Yes, yeah.
2: and you did. I feel like there's another Sarah. one too. Family but. love.
0: It was basically – yeah, it was just like – Surrounding your people. your com- loving yeah. your community or whatever.
1: So the one that I was going to do today, so we'll, we'll just mesh them. But was basically um, – my title was going to be The Days Are Long But The Years Are Fleeting. Yeah.
2: yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. the
1: end of the – and the what, what I was thinking because Caden just graduated the same as your Izzy. And so we just – like I'm, I feel like I'm brain dead today because we just came off like a weekend long of like all the celebrations, all the things, you know. And so I was thinking one thing that's cool about this change, like, with our babies being seniors as opposed to, like, when they're little, like, they're babies. Like, I felt like when the kids were little, like, you never knew when their last time they were going to nurse was or when Mm -hmm. the last time they were going to sleep in their – I mean, maybe I guess you did their bed before you put them into the crib. But there were, like, lots of lasts where it's like (gasps) – When was the last time Mm -hmm. I like you? Just it just happened. Yeah. Whereas senior year, I feel like you're very acutely aware. This is his last first day. This is his last last day. This is you know what I mean. Like I felt like there's grace there, a little bit of gifts there, in the sense of like Mm -hmm. you you see the end of the finish line. You see the end more acutely. Mm -hmm. So in some ways, it's more painful. But in some ways, it's like. there's a better for me anyways more of a challenge to savor like this is the last
0: i think that's because when they're little it's the last but it's also their firsts of everything it's true too yeah and now it's yeah. just the last yeah it's just the last
2: for is us, us. there are first but it's not as the last well, field well it's the last pivotal. that are like
0: it, these exciting little steps that are still within, within so much of our control yeah it's and like they're, they're big yeah, their last yeah. nursing, but their first steps. Their last yes, this, but yeah. their first big words. Their last this, but their first cute sentence. And then this, it's like, this is the last time he's going to sleep in my house. Yeah. Or this is the last time that, you know, whatever, yeah. before they're an adult. Or And those are just so I, – I anyway, myself, I would I would be hard-pressed to think of the next firsts that go side-by-side with that. It would uh, that would be more of a challenge to be like, but yeah. it's their first time setting out as their independent person, yeah. Their own. I'm just like, I don't like
1: that first. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I want to take back.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think too when they're littler. It's more in the physically exhausting stage, like the yeah. survival stage of like, Wah! and when they're older, it's more the emotional, yeah. the, the emotionally exhausting and just all of the big feels. I feel like their bigger feels, the, the bigger they get, the yeah. every, every stage is bigger <laughs> emotionally in some yeah. ways, for me anyway.
2: Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. It's been, and I have already had one fly the nest, um, and so that. Izzy, I'm not, I'm like excited for her. The difference was that Izzy's going away Mm -hmm. to college. And so I wasn't expecting that. And that wasn't in the plan until later she came to us and told us she wanted to, she had like felt called to like leave for a little bit. Like Mm -hmm. she wanted to grow and change outside of Maine. She felt like she needed to spread her wings. And so that was. That was the part where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. We're going to be great. She's going to yeah. be right in Bangor, and she's going to go to college. And then I'm like, what? Ohio? <laughs> like, i just like, yeah. I can't handle it. Yeah. Um, but in Emma she i mean she's flown but she's close so, like i mm-hmm. see her mm-hmm. you know for a bit so it is a weird sense and it's a weird sense of how it's affecting the whole family like yes it changes the dynamic
1: it, it really changes does the dynamic
2: and again i think like they all feel it like there's mm-hmm. this this intense um like Emma was over for a couple... She spent the night and was at the house for a couple of days and there was like this need. They... Like there was like this need. They were always needing to be near each other. Like mm-hmm. they were kind of mm. like circling the fences. And mm-hmm. and I think that's awesome. And it's mm-hmm. beautiful. And it makes me really, you know, for all the big... And they still bicker. and they still sure. n- nag at each other constantly. But there was this like... This twine that's kind of wrapping them. Mm-hmm. And I... I think it's going to – the first that I keep thinking is like it's going to make this Thanksgiving even more special because Izzy's coming home. Like Mm -hmm. that – once we send her to college in August, we won't see her again until Thanksgiving, which I can't even Mm – Oh, my goodness. I don't love that. I do not love that either. But then when she comes home for Thanksgiving, it's going to be so exciting. So fun. Mm -hmm. And when she comes home for, you know – Christmas. Um, Christmas Mm -hmm. and break. It's going to be so exciting. And so um, that's what I'm trying to like press into is like, okay, it makes the things that are even more sweeter. And it's the same thing with like, but it's not just growing. Kids change, like even change of like the seasons and the weather and, you know, the end of, for me, even the end of the school year no, with, with or without change in it there's this like almost this panic like a panic did I do enough for my students mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, a, and a panic of like what am I going to do with all this time like my life is very structured when I teach and so um, that end of that time and like learning to be like there's beauty in both like yes and you mm-hmm. n- you have to still be structured because what I want to do is I'm like I am not going to move for a good three months like <laughs> and Peter's like no no there's still so many things that need to be done <laughs> no, so no, like no, no. learning how but like mm-hmm. the, there's a beauty in the structure of you have to leave this house by six forty-five, or you're late oh yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know like there's that fire in my pants to get going you know like there's like a little bit of gumption to like I gotta get up when there when there's when it's like a to-do list on your dining room table I don't feel the same urgency to get out of bed at 6 in the morning. I guess that's how we're different because, like, I love having my own
0: to-do list. And if I have an actual schedule, I start to resent life itself. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I have somebody else telling me what to do with my time, I start to resent that very quickly. Which is why I've never been able to hold down a regular job.
2: <laughs> yeah. that, is tr- that is true. That is true. I have the hiccups. Sorry. Oh, that's
1: the first hiccup. I like both. I like, mm-hmm. I think my kids do well on structure. Like if we have days upon days of just like, what are we doing today? Nothing. We're just vegging. The go-to is, can I watch YouTube? Can I do this? And I'm like, that makes me crazy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But so that's where that, I feel like we do well if we've got a day where we're going and running and being and all the things. And then, and then maybe a day when we're home and we're just mm-hmm. cozy and maybe mow the lawn, go ride your bike, shoot some hoops. And then you can have a little bit of YouTube time, but not like the day, if I let them, They would be on a device all day long and they would just be like, I I don't ever get to do this. So I try to find that balance of like, yes, summer is for being chill, but like, Mm -hmm. it makes me crazy as far as like, if that's all consuming, that's all they think about. I don't like. We
0: tighten all that up hard Mm -hmm. in summer.
1: Yeah. You have to, we
0: actually shorten the time Mm -hmm. because- like there's no excuses
1: in summer. You can go outside. You and your can... brain isn't fried from a day of being right. in the books. So yeah. right. that's not that's not a reason to no. be able to just it's sit not. and veg. Mm-mm. So you can sit and read a book, sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but will you? Not really. I don't have any bookworms
0: in my field. Yeah, I only have one. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough.
2: So what about you, Rach? How do you
0: handle change? Uh, not well. Um as I get older, I well. Certain changes I love, like changes in my house, uh, changes with income, as long as it's good. Um,
1: (laughs) I like a good haircut. a scale as long as
0: it's down. I like new clothes. Uh, I like the weather when it turns into spring and summer and fall, but I hate winter. Uh, With my kids, I am not happy with change at all. You're not happy with my change. I'm not happy with anyone's change as they grow older. <laughs> yeah, um, that's been really hard. It's, it, we're just at the, I think, the place in our, all of us, all three of us, and a lot of our listeners, um, in a change where we're in our, in our decade, in this decade that's following right now. In the next 10 years, I think some of us will lose our parents. Yeah, it's true.
1: And in, in this decade, we will
0: have the biggest changes with our kids. We yes. will have the biggest. We'll in, all be In the next nesters. 10 years, both of my boys will uh, maybe – I don't know if they'll be able to afford to, run, to move out. I, I literally feel – I was telling somebody this. I was like, Curtin, I want to buy more real estate so that we can rent them to our own children because – I don't know how the kids in this generation are going to be able to afford to live. I can. Oh, yeah, I literally don't, and no one else knows either. Right. Like everyone's saying that it's not just me. <laughs> so I'm just like, ah, uh, maybe those of us who can should be collecting apartment buildings. That's a great idea, actually, um, so that we can rent them to our children and take care of them in that way and provide a future for them. That that and we, Kurt and I, are already doing that. We invest as much as we can. In investments, and that can be—I don't don't know how I got on this (laughs) topic—but but but it does impact change. Yeah, Uh, and the the biggest thing that I worry about is my children, Mm -hmm. and even our future. Kurt and I, and being able to do the things that we want to do once those big changes happen, we are concerned about having to take care of our some of our extended family. There's some who have a lot of wealth, and there's some who have none. And I yep. am the oldest of six siblings. I've always been one of the caretakers, and it does hit my heart sideways. And I do feel responsible still to help any of my people if we can. And so, and I when in any of our investments in the future, I I consider it one for my entire family. Right, like it's one of our goals to have a. Uh, like a hunting cabin or a, a ski lodge because like in one of the things that we love to do we would like to have a camp on a lake or whatever like that's not that's not something anyone in either one of our families has ever had and I feel like Kurt and I want to do something where it's like this is an investment for our children and their ch- our children's children for our whole family for our siblings cousins and all things and it's like I feel that pressure to to make something happen that's mm. a good investment for <laughs> our children yeah, and even a an apartment building in a good location where it's like they would have everything they would need here, a job, their pr- proximity, a uh, grocery store. This is just a good thing. And and they could live here or – and that's, so that's kind of where my mind is. And even for the next 10 years as far as losing family, if one parent – is lost, and then there's just a single parent, who, you know, do we take them? Do we get an apartment for them somewhere and, and in proximity so we can take care of them? Or do yep. we have the, pro- so it's like all these big, de- like the big changes mm-hmm. are brought on by big decisions and well, or vice versa. Right, right. Oh. Both. Either. Mm-hmm. Both. Either or and both. And so for our children, we're already trying to figure out How can we help them in the future, in the next decade? It's going to be really hard. Uh, We're, I mean, we now with the, even the housing market, it's like, we're kind of stuck here because we could not afford to buy a house this nice now. Right.
1: And our kids certainly won't. And this is what they're used to, (laughs) you know? Right, but I will, just to push back on that, I think starting out, like, like when our kids get married and start out, I think it's weird if they expect to have no, that's what true. it took you guys and us 25 years to get.
0: That's right. That's true. Do you know what I mean? And no, I think, and I didn't mean that. Yeah, so okay. Okay. but I, I think a lot of kids yeah. do
1: have that expectation this and, their, and their parents. For sure. Yeah. oblige or feel pressure to oblige and I think it's it's okay like our first apartment where we lived above you guys it was a shoe box mm-hmm. and Kevin furnished it all with yard sale finds yeah. literally all of it yeah and we loved it yes we loved it and totally. yeah so I think part of that is a cool thing to experience too and even for them to realize like you know you work hard for these things we'll help you as much as we can but I don't mm. think you have to expect or you should expect to get to have the best of the best or a house with a two-car garage when you first get married like right be awesome
0: if you could I guess but do you you mean yes totally and that's not going to be the norm I think it's going to be a big I was watching some you know just some sort of TikTok or whatever and it was just or YouTube and it was like talking about the mentality Mm -hmm. of this generation and how it needs to change because they are pretty high expectations with n- with almost no work ethic.
1: Or even awareness <laughs> of this actually costs this much. Do you know how, yeah. how much you have to work to make this much? And, and have you- <laughs> more money left over to eat? <laughs> so maybe yeah. you can't buy six pairs of shoes. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Or buy one pair of inexpensive shoes mm-hmm. and then still
1: have money for food and your rent and the car. I and- feel that pressure raising three sons to ha- be like, you know, this – when you marry you need to be able to provide she i hope hopefully she can work some too but at some point she will have babies and all the things and so like that work ethic i think is so important that Mm it's not being afraid to work and not being afraid to just or you're not ready to be married if you're not ready to provide for your family
0: yes i agree yeah
1: totally are there you, you go, Amber.
2: <laughs> are you present? Are you I am. Doing no, no. Some I'm taxes looking, over there. No, no <laughs> I know. I was looking. I can't find. I'm trying to find it. There was, so as I mentioned last week, Tim Keller died. And he was one of my favorite pastors, and he was a author of many great books. And um, he died of pancreatic cancer. And he has, and so that's a huge change, right? And so he wrote through his entire process, and he keeps talking about change. And I think that's why it's like heavy on me all of a sudden. Like, yes, Izzy's graduating, and yes, the school day is coming, but like, I have found myself feeling like f- fearful of change for the first time because I think these changes are so they're so new to me they're newer than any other change like I was a nanny before so when babies were walking I was like okay this is or Mm. it was kind of like a happy change this change feels like a very these changes feel really weighty because Mm -hmm. the future is kind of different it's so different and it's up to nobody but me to what happens next right like I can't you know I don't for yourself or for your children, or it, for me, like for you so yeah. like for me, like if i, I mm. I'm choosing not to return to go to 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 teach in a classroom of a of a typical school, so mm-hmm. like that has been my income for over seven years, and so mm. and um and it's good it's it's not nothing's bad the, no, there's no badness here. there's no like but it's just not the right fit. and so for me to move forward it's not like before it was in the plan like i knew yes. what my summer looks like and yes. therefore i knew what my fall looks like and i knew what it was expected mm-hmm. of me and so this Show change yeah this change for me has been really eye opening and it's it's not it's just challenged like I, I'm shocked at how weary I am by change. Yes, like, that I think, is so good. <laughs> I feel like so often, like, we can speak a pi- – like, that's why I wanted this quote because it was so good. But, like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: we can speak pontificately, pontificately, Pont- <laughs> pontify. What I think you normally say we can pontificate. That's the word I want. On- we can oh, pontificate yes. <laughs> on what it's going to be <laughs> like know when our people. parents die <laughs> or when – You know our children get married, but we're not there yet, and we have no control over that, right? Yeah. And so, the the change that I'm feeling that I have to, I have some control over, is interesting to me because it makes me question how much faith I have, right? Because as a believer, our faith is in. Things that we have no control over and we cannot change, right? Like, God says, like, and God says that if we are His, you we cannot be lost. He will, He, Mm -hmm. there's nothing we're His, and there's like Mm -hmm. we have nothing we can do about it. Like, that's awesome. And so, that's a change that I can't, and so I've just been really pondering about you know, my fear of all of this change that's happening in my life and how easily I want to just, to just fetal. Like I Mm -hmm. want to just fetal and be like, okay, so I'm not going to think about Izzy leaving until Mm -hmm. August. Yes. And then... I'm gonna do a mad rush, and it's like, <laughs> and buy all the things that you're supposed to buy to have your daughter in a in a college dorm, a college dorm, and, and I know that that's not the right thing, and so it's that internal struggle of like, you've got to do this, like, mm-hmm. and I don't want to, yeah, you know, you've got to think about what's gonna happen next year. You've got to make, and that's not something that can just miraculously happen. You've got to make mm-hmm. plans, and you have to. Go through procedures and you've got to, like, and, and I would like to pontificate or hide. I don't want oh. to actually do, okay. do the things that make change so weary for me mm-hmm. because mm. what if I don't like it? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, what if, Yeah, but everything's riding on it. Like, what do I do if when Izzy calls me, which I know it's going to happen and wants to come home? Mm. I see Rachel's face. She would say, "Come home." But that's not the right choice. She needs to stick it out for a year, like she really does. Like, and so it's like, but I don't want her to go. So, but what it like? Mm. So my instinct is to be like, "Okay, baby, I'm coming right now. It's go time. I've, I've been waiting for this call. It's, <laughs> it's, I'm coming for you. You don't have to be there anymore. Leave everything. It's fine." But that's not. Do you think she'll do that? I think she'll have homesickness for sure. Homesickness. But I mean, that's quitting. I mean, homesickness with homesickness, it is I want to come home and I don't want my sadness. I got wicked
1: homesick, but I I knew I never once did I think or feel like I should, I should go home or quit. I was very homesick, but I knew that was just, I just loved home and I loved my family so i live to be able to go home, but it always never crossed my mind that i don't I'm think unbeaten. she's going to want
2: to quit but i think she's going to be like this is really hard yeah that's this what i think this is really she'll really do. hard right.
1: and i i don't, don't want to do get say that
2: have that option of coming t- together Maybe. i think she i think when she comes home she might not want to go back and i want to make sure that i am encouraging her to go back because just because home is so good, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? like just because home's so good doesn't mean you don't come back and my other friends like she's going to an awesome Christian college mm-hmm. she's going to have a great time, but my friend- my friend and my coworker, her daughter is now in her sophomore year, and her freshman year at Thanksgiving was like, "Yeah, so, how about just one semester and they're like, "How about one year and then we'll re- you know like mm-hmm. you've got to live a whole year you've mm-hmm. got to like you 've got to persevere, and now, if something bad happens, which i don't think that is, obviously that's different, but if it 's just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this is really hard, yep, and things are gonna mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. pushing that perseverance of yes, and things are sometimes really hard, yeah, and yeah. so that was the thing I was trying to look up for Tim Keller was that when he found out he had pancreatic cancer, he you know shared it because he's he's who started the gospel coalition mm. and like so he 's like. Um, that gets pastors and Bible believing churches together to work together for the gospel and making kind of like accountability. And he shared it and he kept talking about, he had this amazing interview where people were asking him and he was talking about death. Cause like death is the biggest change. Right. And that's, I don't know why my heart, like when I go through big changes, that's where my heart goes to of like, what if this isn't real? What if this isn't, Everything it's cracked up to be. What if what what would I do if I was like Eliza and I found out I had cancer and I wasn't like, how would I handle all of this change? And he was so brave in how he spoke about change. And he was like, if you believe that Christ died for you and that he is the resurrection and the life, nothing matters. Like nothing Mm -hmm. else matters. And clinging Mm -hmm. when we start panicking about the change mm-hmm. I want, I'm trying to train myself to cling to the promises of Christ yeah. That and my, my pastor said something so poignant today and it was so good because it was like you know, you know when you have a good statement you're like oh yeah that's so true yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh yeah oh yeah oh <laughs> yeah um, my salvation is by God to God for God and through God and I am nothing to do with it mm. because if I could save lose my salvation I would say it again I wasn't paying attention what? <laughs> true <laughs>
0: confessions I was trying so, to find my own quote so I didn't find. <laughs> he said
2: I, I just thought it was just about how like you're the gift of salvation what that was the, the, the sermon was about today the gift of salvation mm. and he said salvation is uh, my salvation is by God to God, for God, and through God. And he knew what he was doing when he chose you. Yeah. And then he said this, and, and he, it was he quoted somebody, and I didn't write that down, of course not, so my pastor gets the credit this time. But if you could choose to lose your salvation, you would. And that made me laugh because it's true. Like we're so we're so messy and we're so, you know, and that doesn't take our responsibility. We need to be in the word. We need to grow. That's nothing to do with our growth. But like – I don't really understand that statement. I disagree. If you if you could lose your salvation, like if our salvation was by works, if we had to do something for oh. our salvation, yeah, we'd never make it. We wouldn't. But I, I don't would think that it. I would
0: choose to lose my salvation.
2: No, no, no. You can't. Like oh. what he's saying is, you can't lose your salvation. That was the promise of it. Right. So, because if we could lose it, like if we if we had anything to do with, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like if it was workspace, I guess I didn't set that up right. Like if if he said we often when we're going through change we often think about like if i do this then i get this if i go here i get this if i do Mm -hmm. this then Mm -hmm. this happens that's how we want to work because we have some control over the situation Mm. and we don't have that when it comes to once if we are gods we're gods like we have to grow and we have to continue like i'm not saying anything about that but like our salvation is firm in christ Mm -hmm. and we are his and he says he will it's in john and i can find the verse but he says that if you're his he you with his resurrection you're his like there's no like it's not like right. if you it's not unstable it's, it's not, not unstable it's not, it's not unchangeable not gonna pass and go with the yeah. wind it's it's fixed Uh,
0: Hold on Well The the whole thing Everything that we've been talking about uh, Yes I don't handle change well Either Especially when it comes to my family I would say that Those are the hardest changes for me Everything else I can handle pretty well Yeah Or if I have anxiety about it I just have it for a little while And then I work through it Yeah And then it's fine but the big changes where it actually changes the fundamental days of our lives or these are the days of our lives. uh, Well, that is when you said, you know, you run Mm -hmm. and you cling to Jesus. Mm -hmm. He's the only fixed point Mm -hmm. in our whole life that will never change. That will never be nearer or farther. That will never move over to the side. And we have to try to find it. It's always right in front of us. It's always nearby. We can always cling to him even if everything in our life changes even if everything in our life changes right even if we lost our family entirely lost our income entirely lost everything mm-hmm. we have our houses or whatever I don't think none of the three of us have ever experienced a horrific loss like a lot of other people have where it's like their house burns down they lose their family
2: mm-hmm.
1: how are you supposed to cope with that right. I don't know I have no idea that's where God's grace comes in on an even grander scale and his grace comes in for these changes right. that are hard yes. for us right now yeah. right
0: like all of this is still pretty like it's up here and like the I don't like this mm-hmm. but, like, but it's, it's right but it's, and it's, it's good, good it's and, the way of, right yeah. Yeah. but this is like right. yeah I right. mean there's 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 change and then there's Job. I was going to say these aren't job changes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but none of us knows. I mean, when we start to lose our parents, that's going to feel more like job. That's mm-hmm. going to feel more like like I lost my f- some of my family, my people, yeah. and that's going to be hard in in all the things. So, yeah, I don't know what, what I'll be like in that season, but still clinging I think like to it's Jesus. So, yeah, I'm
2: sure. I ho- yeah, of course that's the thing. Like I think that's the thing for me that I just keep going back to is like. I'm so, like, I'm so easily swayed. Like, I, I'm not. I'm not, but I am. But I am, but I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I am. Like, I, when things get really hard, I can feel myself worrying. I can feel myself panicking. I can feel right. the narratives of my past mm-hmm. creeping up on me. And at, when it, even when it's good. Even when it's good changes, I can feel that and I and I want to be someone who can combat that and and say I am unmovable. I am unmovable. Like I am unmovable. I'm gonna be so sad when Izzy goes. Our family is going to be different and I don't like it. I don't like it. Izzy and Parker have never been away from each other. The longest they've been away from each other is 51 weeks and it was the 51 weeks when she was growing. Like mm. they've, they've literally, their whole lives have mm. never been away from each other more than a few days. And they- They're more like
0: twins than not. They really are yeah. more like
2: twins than not. Mm. And- they and she is leaving, and he is mm-hmm. staying. And I can see him, like I can see that in him, and I can see that in her. And you know, like, and and Peter and I have never been away from our children for this long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like it, people. Yeah. Plus, you're no. going
0: to be outnumbered,
2: just like me. There's only be boys in the house. Only boys in the house. My yeah. girls are leaving me. Yeah. Um. And like, I just feel this intense fear. And like, even though it's good, but just like, it's going to be different, and I don't like different. And I was well, a so- bit of
1: grieving. I, f- yeah. I feel like it's grief in a way. Yes, like, I don't have fear. I just have it's a grieving process of like mm-hmm. it will never be the same again. Yes, and it will, you know.
2: But you're healthier than me. I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid. It is grieving, but I'm actually afraid. Like I'm afraid. Like Are you afraid what- of the grief? No, oh. I'm afraid of what if it's not going to get better. Like, what if... Like, your life? Our family. Like, what if this is the beginning and we start drifting apart and then Parker mm-hmm. goes and then Thomas goes and there's no more, there's no more satellite of us being together. Or what if, you know, what if Izzy, you know, what if Parker without Izzy, he falls off the rails? Or yeah. what if, mm-hmm. like, Again what that. if, what if, you know... All of a sudden everyone's like, "Ah, I guess family isn't that big of a deal." I, I yeah, and I and right. I know they're all completely irrational. Right. Like, yes, would they you know, is he or like, they might be rational.
1: And they're, that's why we fight for it. We yeah. say, "Thanksgiving, you're coming home, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your friends yeah. if you
2: want, but you're coming home." Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's and the, those, you know, and even Peter mm-hmm. the other. And so, and Peter's so much different about it cuz he was like, "He got me going today cuz he was like, "Izzy, this might be your last" you know memorial day home and this is and i was like stop that stop that right now she's coming home she's coming home but like peter was so adventurous so like mm-hmm. his freshman year he went he He's didn't like, come peace ho- out he he went and worked at the olympics because he got the opportunity to work in atlanta when the olympics were in atlanta oh and he like Got to see all this amazing stuff, and he's like, "I." And then, you know, the next year he went off to basic training, and he was like, "No, Amber, when I when I left for college, I never Mm. had another summer home." That I I
1: think is a boy thing too. I do think that that could be. It's a personality thing for sure, boy or girl, maybe. But but
2: I was just like, "Stop putting
1: ideas in her
2: head." I want her home. But you know, like, but that, but. I think that's what made Peter so great. And I think that mm. is why he has an adventurous spirit. And I think that is why he is who he is. And I want her to have that. I just want her to be home. Why she has
0: it. Well mm-hmm. I do think then that part of your fear is the fear of the grief. And like just to, um, w- my baby sister Hannah lived with us when we were newlyweds. Uh, and then even when we weren't newlyweds anymore, we're just weds. <laughs> um, lived, with, lived with us off and on many, many times and, she would always be home with us for summers, always living with us. And I could count on it. And it was a, its own little north star of happiness. I would look forward to her being with us again because she is one of my all-time besties. And uh, we would make our little trundle bed. and she all the making little, Hannah a nest. Making <laughs> Hannah a little nest. And uh, I just loved making her feel loved and you know, I was kind of like her second mama, big sister, whatever. And, and I loved that. It like filled my, you know, my love tank. Yeah. Yeah. Your nurture tank. It really did. And this is before I had kids and all the things, but there was a summer, she had always come home, always come home after college. And one of the summers she called me and had to tell me over the phone that she wasn't coming home. And I hung up that phone. She was going to just work as a nanny. I hung up that phone and crawled into my bed oh. and sobbed straight oh. for eight hours. Oh, my goodness.
2: Yeah, oh. you guys have to come Balling. to me. Come to me. Balling. I'm guessing around oh. Sobbing. <laughs> Crocodile
0: tears. Yeah. Just, I thought I lost her. And mm. I was grieving it like a mama. I mean, literally mm-hmm. just heaving sobs. And I'm just
2: like, my life is over.
0: And, <laughs> you know, I have nothing to live for. And it was just like this this instant mm-hmm. vacuous feeling where I felt empty. Mm. And I think it was the empty feeling that I'm afraid. I'm afraid of that feeling when I it's my Sam, when my own child. And I, I will need to go away on a vacation.
1: I think, too, it's like you have – like we have our little families the way that we do when we go on our vacations and we do our things and as they grow and change because i have friends who are further down the road than me and they say you know you still have to do those things with the kids that are still home it just is going to be different and you're not going to love it and like so you may go on a family vacation with the kids that are still living home while the two kids that are out of the house maybe they're married maybe they're just full-on living their new lives and i can't Mm -hmm. wrap my brain around i can't either we're have another only child so <laughs> we had an
0: only child for almost four years with sam and then we had number two
2: mm-hmm. and my
0: henry and then and now it's going to be the reverse where mm-hmm. henry is going to be the only child if if sam decides to move or go to college or move out just to be independent while he goes to college locally or whatever but if he moves out we will have literally an only child in the house and
1: so that it will be so different. Mm-hmm. It will be so quiet, it's quiet and very weird. weird. Mm-hmm. And we'll have to work hard to, to make almost make a it, new norm and a yeah. new. Suite. I don't want a new I norm. Either. I don't either. I don't either. I don't like it either. I, I hate know. change. I hate it. Hate it as yeah. well. Yeah. But but for the sake of the kids at home, you still have to yes. warrior on <laughs> yeah. and make things. Because sometimes for me, it can be like, well, one kid's not home, so we're not going to do our special such and such. And I'm like, that's not fair to the kids that are still home. Right. You know, we still have to do it. Yeah. And this one's an. I know. I plan
0: plan on still going on all of our family vacations, and I will bribe and swindle and yes. pay for mm-hmm. all the ones who are attached to my other son and just be like, I'll pay for them too. Bring everybody. Yeah. Because I want to be and with you. And hopefully that will
1: still happen. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it
0: doesn't, then I will, then we'll have to grieve those little things, but still have a blast with whoever we're with, even if it's just our own people, like our hubbies. No,
2: like mm-hmm. Izzy's sed- be celebrating her birthday not at home for the so first time. you'll have to send her an oh, epic, epic care package. package. Yes, and I will, Ins- but like our so family fun. tradition is cake for breakfast. And so we're
1: like... So you'll mail her a cake the night before. You should mail her two packages. Mail her a, like a little package of a beautiful cake that she loves. Overnight it. Super expensive. Whatever. Yeah. That's is your breakfast in the morning. 60 bucks. <laughs> and then oh, mail her an like a sunshine box where she unwraps like a gift every day for the week of her birthday or whatever. Yeah. Mom used to send me most epic packages. Mostly oh. food. Yeah. <laughs> we were starving college kids, but...
0: Well, and someday – so I – just yesterday I was talking to your mom, Amy, for hours. Actually, mm-hmm. it was Blissy. Mm-hmm. I love her. I got a big yeah. old dose yeah. of her and it was – just made my day and um, she – heard about how you and I are going to the convention in a (laughs) month and was so excited at the thought that maybe she was going to be needed to Mm -hmm. watch some of your kids. And obviously that's for you to work out. But she was just like looking forward to that. I could tell instantly that was perking up her heart at Mm -hmm. the thought of being like, I might see my babies. Yeah. If you're leaving, then maybe I'll see my babies. And I was like, someday that's going to be us where we're like just waiting Mm -hmm. to be needed.
2: And, yes. and
0: mm-hmm. I feel like all three of us will, like, just live for those moments where it's like, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> let me take them out and, be, and bake them cookies and ta- and just take them and love on them yeah. or, you know, or or when we get to see our kids, we'll be like, I'm clearing the day. I am mm-hmm. clearing the week. I don't care what I was doing. If you're coming home, yeah. it's yours, yeah. you know. Yeah, And that is how we will make it through those changes is mm-hmm. by, like, got a little bit of clutching. Mm-hmm. A little bit of clutching on those times that we yeah. have, the Thanksgivings, yeah. the Christmases. I like what Wendy
1: said. Remember we had her on our podcast, yes. she said when her kids come home on vacation, she asks them, what's your expectation of this week? What do you want? What do you want for food? What would you like to do? And she mm-hmm. tries to... That was such a, That was such an epiphany for me, like yeah. a revelation. Like, yes, that's beautiful. It is beautiful. Because maybe they just want to come home and veg, and I've planned like a day trip for every single day. <laughs> or maybe they want to see their buddies, and which is so we make it happen, but we say, can could we do like family dinner Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like right. by just asking them what they want to fill their tank so that they want to keep coming to us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cause that's the goal, right? It <sighs> is. And what did
0: she say? She said the best way to get your, Adult children to want to come home is by cultivating family warmth, mm-hmm. which all three of us yeah. work really hard to do. And leave the welcome mat open and your yes. mouth shut. Was yes, that the other yes. one? <laughs> yeah, leave yeah. a yeah. welcome mat out and your mouth shut.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that I've got down <laughs> with them. I love you, Emma. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I, yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to talk about change. I wanted to talk about how it's affecting me and it's making me weary. Yes, weary is good. That's a good word. Yeah. I'm feeling very feel weary, that. and it makes me. Feel and whenever I feel weary, I feel I weepy? start. I'm I'm not weepy yet. I will when it happens. I will. I will when I move my stuff out of my classroom. I will when hmm. I start the next stage of my life. Every change, I'm mm-hmm. weary. Like I, but I don't always get weepy. Like I usually go catatonic. So mm. like Peter's already like, oh right, how many days and <laughs> everything? Because it's also like. It's yeah. weighty. It's weighty mm-hmm. and it's like it's off me and I'm just like, okay, so like this thing mm-hmm. is over mm-hmm. and you, you know, you live, I live so hard because life, for me, just doing the next right thing is hard for me. It doesn't, it's nothing is instinctual for me because I live so much in fight or flight. But for me, the weariness, I don't, I often it, it messes with my faith. Like I, mm-hmm. I get weary in like, you just don't trust God that He's I, not gonna. I just I get I, yeah I just get nervous. I just I am. get nervous. Right, are you safe? Am I good? Am I safe? Does He still love me? And that's why I loved what my pastor said. Like you're not even a part of the equation, Amber. You are so wanted. He knew what He wanted when He when He chose you, and you were so chosen, and you were chosen before time, and you were so wanted, and He is yours, and you were His, and you you can't you you're not shakable because I often make things for me. I don't do this right it's all gonna fall apart right, right. like mm-hmm. I yeah like I remember when I was first dealing with my trauma and I had a Christian therapist which was so good I'm so glad my first first therapist was a Christian and I kept feeling like I was like he's gonna let go like I, I feel like I'm letting go I feel like I'm letting go and she's like it's okay he's got you mm-hmm. he's not letting go of you like right, right. I always had that image of like Mm-hmm. Him holding on to my left hand, right? Like where mm-hmm. it says, like, I do not fear. I'm with you. I'm holding on to your right hand. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm flailing around with my left hand going, like, there's no one here. And he's like, I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> I, haven't right. Right here. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> let go I haven't let go yet. But I'm like, I'm staring at my left hand going, like, ah, there's <laughs> nothing so here. And that's what I feel like. I feel like I... Cause I grew up in a space and I, and I can see the bravery in my children that they don't have this and praise Jesus. And I'm so thankful that that curse is broken. But for me, I always, I had to, I had to grab for things like I, my hierarchy of needs were not met. So Mm -hmm. I, I don't have that security. And so even in my salvation, I am often like, well, well, I'm not, I haven't. I've been so busy. I haven't had good quiet times this Mm -hmm. week. Well,
1: I'm,
2: I'm, I'm lost or (laughs) I, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's getting better and better and better. But this is the first time in a while, like with, with so many big changes and the changes are, are past me and, and, or on me. Like I am, I am choosing to change my career path and for my next step, Mm -hmm. I no one's telling me what to do I'm telling me what to do and I have to do the work to make it work mm. and that I automatically freeze that I'm like <gasps> paperwork and you know like yeah, all these yeah. th- like mm. oh my gosh I have to okay and this and I have a checklist okay like so for me to <laughs> my armpits are sweating <laughs> yeah and so and Izzy's going okay okay that uh, will yeah. be a very good
0: distraction. Your new thing that you're starting. I was thinking that. I was wondering it'll, that. It'll be a beautiful. It will timing be of, the timing. You're seems going good. to have to just knuckle down and do what you need to do. I know it is going to be a I really was good. Dist- that exactly. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. going to be a good. And distraction. God, I was just telling this to someone else this last week. I forget who. Yesterday, last night, somebody needed music. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, the Corey Ten Boom quote, where she's like, "When does the train conductor give you your ticket?" Right before you get on the train. Yes. He will give us our tickets for all the events, all the change, all the new destinations where we're going. That's good. Right before we need it. Usually not too far along because we're we're still busy doing the other thing.
2: And we'll lose it. We'll, we'll lose, lose it. the stinking ticket. We'll lose, we'll lose, we'll lose the, the ticket. ticket. <laughs> yeah. It he knows.
0: <laughs> he knows when we need the ticket. It's yeah. right before we, we get on. It's just like having a baby. And I, again, I was telling this person, I was like, you don't think that after you've had one child that you can have a second one and love them as much. But once you have that second baby, you realize God gives you an entire new heart just for that baby. Yeah. You don't need to have room in your other heart. He gives you a whole nother one that's just for that child.
2: Amber, we have four hearts. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. We're almost like an elephant. What? Amazing. No, a, Z- a- worm? A earthworm. Earthworm. Who has, huh? <laughs> yeah. oh, has like the bajoon? And the, oh, that's brain. No, a giraffe has a couple hearts. Really good. Yes, just knew to where get I'm their dead. blood pumped up. Their are
0: you to their serious? Brain? What is it like in their neck halfway? I think, up? So. <laughs> I think
2: so. And again, we ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> we ruined something beautiful. Oh, is this over? <laughs> well, I just wanted to read. <laughs> just let me read. Oh, and with that, you, oh, that's Peter' a picture.
1: Of our here. wrap ups lately have been oh, so absolutely good. stellar. Yeah.
0: Um, hold on, now read the holy Deen. word of the Lord. I'm going to read the whole. And now
2: from the biblical text
0: this is
2: John six forty. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise him up on that last day. I just, like, that's the promise, right? That's it. We don't have to fear. Like, that's what so. I know. It seems so silly and simple, and it makes no sense to me. But, like, when I'm going through change and I start panicking – I have to remember that that is the last, and that's what mm. basically what Tim Keller said. Like, if you believe what Christ said, mm-hmm. which is, I was brought here to save you, and if you believe in me, you will have eternal life, and when you die, you will be with me, and when I raise again, you will have new life. If you believe in that, mm-hmm. nothing else you should change should not matter. There right. should be no fear in change. Amen. Amen. Amen.